Hot Takes or Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It is definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. The PGA Tour will give $40 million in annual bonuses to players based on their likability and fan engagement. Should pro and college sports follow suit? How do you determine fan engagement, PK? Is that social media or is that how many post-round autograph sessions you uh, are willing to engage in? I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Likeability, I guess they could go out there and and do surveys and uh, find out who the most likable players are. I, I think people really like Phil. Does it need to be done in a team sport where contracts, at least at the moment, are guaranteed? Whereas in the PGA Tour, the only way you win in in the PGA, now there's other events around the world that they give you appearance fees, but in the PGA, that's not the case. You are uh, getting paid if you win or depending on where you place in the standings. So they're overcoming that by having basically appearance fees, just calling it a different thing. Whereas in the team sports, you know, you're getting that money whether you win, lose, or suck, or great, or what have you. I could see where some owners might be in favor of that. Hey, I need the, the players uh, out there pumping up the team. You know, maybe it's a team that is, uh, you know, they're, they're the junior partner in a crowded market, and they need to be out there. You know, I, I think that in L.A., the Dodgers and Lakers can open the doors, and, and they're just such a part of the fabric of the community. People are going to show up. But if you're the Rams and you just moved to town, or you're the Clippers and you've always been kind of, you know, people have joked about the JV. I guess people out there really selling it, you know, that might, that might make a difference, and owners might be into that to a degree. Uh, well, if you win and you open the doors, people will come. But while you're building it up, I mean, you're right. If you get on a roll like the Patriots have been on, that place is going to be packed. But I can see across the league, you know, if you're sitting around a league meeting, you'd be sitting there saying, well, only one of us can hoist the trophy. What are the other 29 NBA teams, the other 31 NFL teams or whatever? Hey, we got to be out there selling it because somebody's going to have to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Well, I guess in a 17-game season now, somebody's going to have to go 9-8. and eight. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the pro sports because they're already getting the money. Mm-hmm. I would go more for the college. I think in the college, I just read a story about this. I think it was in The Athletic uh, yesterday that it was buried in a story about the Pac-12 and uh, what does the Pac-12 got to do to get it rolling in football? You know, they, they've been down in basketball, but they just had a really good NCAA tournament. How do they redo that in football? So they're going through... And it was a long story. It's a long list of stuff. But one thing that was in the story was that this is what name, image, and likeness is going to be and that it could benefit the Pac-12 with people playing in big markets, especially the kids who get to play for USC and UCLA, that social media, being an influencer, there are a lot of companies who will pay you for that. And it is worth it to them to get young people whose, 
whose habits aren't formed yet and they don't, you know, necessarily aren't attached to a brand or a product or whatever and get them to try it. And there are a lot of people in L.A., well, everywhere, but especially in L.A., making money as influencers. The Kardashians would probably be the most famous. Uh, but there's plenty of people doing it. So for college sports, although that isn't exactly what you're talking about with the PGA Tour, you know, depending on where this goes with name, image, and likability, it would be pretty similar. You know, you, you if you're likable and you're engaged with fans, then you're much more likely to be an influencer and people will write big checks for that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that has little to do with the school, though. You're right. It's a third party. And, and I don't know that uh, market size is going to matter. Uh, I mean, because under the, that theory... Oregon is going to drift away. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, Oregon. As long as Oregon's got Nike money. Right. He's not going to allow it. So um, money's money. And I don't know the size of the market matters because every market has clients and advertising and so forth and businesses and whatnot. So all that stuff sort of flushes out. Uh, But I'm talking about what the school should do. because just this cost of living thing, you just throw out there and, and everybody gets the same. It doesn't really seem to make sense. That's not what capitalism is about. That's what your guy Bernie Sanders is about. But it's not the the, the it's not the, the way of the football player who can fill the Rose Bowl, which was looking pretty empty before the pandemic hit, would be worth a lot to UCLA. Yeah, and uh, any team. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't really care what they do down here. Uh, down there, it's more of what we what we've got here. Uh, sure, the, the BYU, a Taysom Hill. I mean, here's a, for for BYU, you've got to be really good, and so if it's two two things, and if you're a big time, I hesitate to use it because I don't know what I don't go around judging people's worthiness or faithfulness, but it seemed on appearances that Taysom Hill was exactly what the LDS Church was looking for in a, a football player, you know, served the mission and just uh, did all the right things and uh, married in the faith, blah, 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 blah. And BYU fans, who a lar- obviously a large portion of them are LDS, they really, uh, I, I don't want to say get off on that because that's flippant, but they really get excited about that. So that's one, and then let's call it like it is too. When you get the, the black guy who traditionally at BYU uh, until they meet uh, a uh, classmate is going to be non-LDS. And they love that too because that means they accept us. They like us. So the Jamal Williamses of the world, uh, he's one of us and he continues to wear BYU. You see, we're, we're cool too. We're people, uh, we're not that weird. We're not that strange. Look at Jamal Williams. He, he came here and, and he was there the whole time. So those two types... They ought to be given something because people are going, all those 60-some thousand are going to see those two guys. And then they're going to get as much as the reserve fill-in-the-blank kid. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, and I think with, uh, you know, while it has been um, a level playing field and scholarships for all and then the 
the you know the walking around money for everybody. It seems like with the name, image, and likeness. Now it's not coming from the school; it's coming from a third party. But it's definitely going to create haves and have-nots, and it'll be broad naked capitalism. And if you can put people at the car dealership or get people to buy whatever new product or sample whatever new website, there'll be something there for you. What do you mean it's going to create the haves and the have-nots? There'll be athletes who get it, and there'll be athletes who won't. You'll be in the weight room, and jealousy's a human emotion, and there'll be somebody, you know, there'll be a couple guys talking who don't, who are, you know, backup whatevers, and they'll be looking over there at two guys who are stars who are rolling in it. So we're giving them the training for the real world. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? And right. and, and you can't really uh, underestimate for some of these schools that are uh, struggling for money, you know, the player who could really go out there and fill the football stadium or the basketball arena. That's, a, I mean, do the price of a ticket times another, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand seats. That that's that's a lot of money. So yeah. it would it would be worth it to the school. I mean, you could just you know, grab your phone, tap on the calculator, and know how much money people are moving pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's obvious, and it's, that's who people are coming to to see, and we, we see it with the Taysom Hill. I mean, when he had a three-yard run, the Cougar fandom online would go crazy. He's doing it at the NFL. Look at him. And that's great. I mean, he's, he's your guy. And we saw it, obviously, with Steve Young when he was doing his thing at, at such a high level. The, the BYU fans just absolutely loved it. And we, I think we just saw it with some Ute fans. They took a lot of pride in Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. And when he retired, it was a day or two ago, and, and that they felt like, okay, he's he's what Utah stood for. And he donated, what, money to the weight room, yep. to the academic center, whatever it is. There's Alex Smith, whatever. And so they get excited about that. He's our guy. Uh, so And he was their guy when he was sensational in the 2004 season, right? So, yeah, so the, somebody in the weight room is not going to make as much money as well, – this is all real-world stuff. And we hear in the colleges, oh, the coaches make more and the players don't, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, that, that's the real world. The boss makes more in the real world, too. Uh, and the, the guy who owns the team, uh, this, this Mark Davis thing with uh, I can breathe again or whatever he tweeted out, he's the owner. So he can do it and – and he answered it, and no one's going to be talking about it tomorrow. <laughs> but if it was some lower person and the owner didn't like it, you're out of here. If he felt there was political pressure, I'll sacrifice him and look at me, aren't I? All that. And so, yeah, if we junior high exists in junior high, and then it stops at the eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody gets a trophy in the real world. So... That's why not start with this because this is college is a big business here. I mean, you just look at all these the, in college basketball. College basketball is just the sleaziest thing ever. I mean, you get the these coaches. Look at Utah State. They lose their coach, and now they get two guys. He goes to Utah, and two guys who you cheered for big time as, as the Aggies last year. Scotty G talking about those guys. The and as they're putting together an NCAA season, and then the coach leaves, and the two guys follow him out the door. Well, then they bring in a coach from Baltimore, and then we got Baltimore guys following Odom out the door. 
I mean, so when you when you change coaches, you pretty much can guarantee there change goes your players. roster too. And and we're, we get all those are our guys. Well, they're in fact they're worse than the pros now in terms of how you talk about used to say rooting for laundry mm-hmm. and how that's what it was at the pro ranks and you move around and if your favorite player got traded, especially if you were a kid, I can remember going to high school and a friend of mine. Uh, loved Bobby Mercer. Bobby Mercer was his guy, right? And he was a back east kid who grew up in Connecticut and then moved out to Arizona. And so then Mercer gets traded from the Yankees. The kid was devastated, man. <laughs> and even I can remember thinking to myself, well, what'd you expect, man? This is, I mean, they, they, they make their team better. And that that's the way it goes. But just remember the kid being devastated that his hero on his team was traded. And, and we've seen that from, from time to time. You know, it happens. Or guys leave. Well, and then we rolled with it. But now it's infiltrating the college basketball to where don't even think about trying to evaluate a team until September when school starts. Because at that point, then, you'll know what the roster is. So if you're going to operate like that, especially in basketball, when it's obviously 100% easy to identify, who the star is, who people are coming to see, who the fans latch on to. Yeah, let them have it, man. School should give whom we really haven't had a, a big time singular star here in in, in a while. I mean, you got to have a good team too. Allen was really good for the Utes, and what do he do? He's going to go to Texas now. Mm-hmm. But the team wasn't that good, so it didn't really matter as much. Go, but go back to Jimmer. Probably the best, most recent example, unless I'm missing somebody. Uh, Sam Sam Merrill, to an extent, at Utah State. Sure, I'll go with that. But Jimmer doing phone interviews, phoners with SportsCenter as soon as the game ended. Yeah. yeah, They're like, hey, Jimmer's going to be here in just a second, but right now he's talking to ESPN and be on a phone. And like, they didn't even, now I guess it'd be, you know, they'd, they'd Zoom him. But then it was kind of like, well, we'll just roll video of the 40 points he scored and we'll let this guy talk on the phone. It was, technically, it was low-end TV, but celebrity and star power matters. So, well, technically it's not the best thing, but the whole country wants to hear from this guy. Who is this kid and what Oh, yeah, he, he used doing? to listen to PTI the next day to see what they would say about him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and his family had financial struggles, as we understand it. Yep. Well, BYU just... I mean, they made a ton off of that kid, and he was there's there's a picture I can recall. He's doing I think a uh, a press row interview, probably with uh, 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 Rebel and Duran after the game, and the crowd is right on top of him. And so it's the it's pictures from above, so it's probably ten rows, fifteen rows up, and it's looking down, and the entire court is humanity. Pressed up right against Jimmer. He's got the headsets on, and it looks like he's doing a – maybe it's something else. I assume it was post-game for their for uh, Greg and Mark. I believe it was the San Diego State game. When they... Talking about that uh, performance and that game and all that stuff. And, and that crowd shot, which is now over 10 years ago, is still stuck in my mind. It's out there somewhere. I'm sure you can find it. And to think that he's getting the same scholarship as some other guy – 
It's kind of ridiculous in that way. I mean, he should have been getting thousands of dollars to use at his discretion if he wanted to use it for himself or give to his parents or whatever he wanted to do. It's up to him. But that that's what I'm talking about, that they should be doing this. I mean, the colleges we might want to look at that, too. Well, I think that they're really uncomfortable with that, and because it'll be so easy to move the money through a third party, I think that's just what they're going to do. And it doesn't mean that they won't get to that eventually, uh, but everything with college sports seems to move so slowly. But, you know, I, I can't see where if you align yourself, if you're, if you're in, a, in a city where there's some businesses who can really benefit or if you got a booster, you know, the name, image, and likeness for Oregon, if this influencing thing is going to take off, which is really about, you know, the, the public and engagement, going back to the original question about the PGA Tour, I mean, they want to they keep a, a kid one more year at Oregon who's a, a star football or basketball player, hook him up with a contract with Nike and have him sell some shoes. I mean, with name, image, and likeness, can Zion Williamson in college have his own line of shoes? Yeah, and, and then Nike tells them, well, you can have your own line of shoes if you come to Oregon. <laughs> How's the NCAA going to police that? I mean, this is what made people Who nervous. Who cares if they're going to police it? But it's going to happen. Well, why do they need to police it? Tell the NCAA to GTFO. Well, I know, but that's what they've been saying for, I don't know how long we've been talking about this, a decade? Who's they? I mean, I, who cares what they think? Is, well, they so- make the rules. I mean, this is what the NCAA, I mean, Emmert and whatever other bureaucrats in the NCAA. And they've been dragging their feet on this idea that's been out there for a while. So? <laughs> well, that's why it hasn't happened. I mean, that's, it seems like it's about to happen. I think it's going to kick in for next year. Can't promise you that. Uh, this, but the schools should be able to do it. I, mean, I don't need any NCA approval. Go ahead and break off then. I mean, have Jimmer before, after the game. He's going to be up on a concourse, signing autographs and taking pictures. 20 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. The school keeps uh, 10. Jimmer keeps 10. Have at it, man. Let's break this thing wide open. DJ and PK, the PGA Tour is going there. They're going to be paying the, uh, the bonuses. It's a little different deal because on the tour, there's no, there's no home team, right? You can get loyalty to a brand, and if you win, you're going to fill the place up. Uh, the tour is a little different. And I don't know, will the bonuses mean that much to these guys who've got endorsement money rolling in guaranteed? Money means every, something to everybody. Get out of town. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.